All right. Uh, we haven't done we haven't done anything in a while. It's been a long time. It's been a long time since oh we uh, we have it's, done Dune Dudes. We haven't introduced you yet. Can you just wait? Well, I'm that? just gonna say, who wants to listen to you go uh for like ten minutes? That's that's most of what the podcast is. So it's what our of, what, it's what our fans have grown accustomed to. Yeah, this is uh this is you're kind of getting the peek behind the curtain right here. Yeah, you know, at the end of uh, Wizard Oz, they they finally make it to the Emerald City, and they're like, "What is with this curtain over here?" I love Wizard Oz. Do do we do we look behind it or what? And there's like this voice. It's like, "Don't you better not." You better not look behind the curtain. And I just feel like that's like applicable here. Yeah, but but we're kind of saying like you can look behind. We're inviting you to look behind the curtain, but like don't make fun of us because i feel like very vulnerable yeah you know like I, I'm, I'm actually really insecure don't look too long don't peek right. too long uh, exactly that's weird because before we got on here you just said to make fun of you for like the whole hour no that's not really what we want and just also I that's what you were gonna do don't make fun of what it looks like you know yeah <laughs> make fun of what it looks like when you're looking behind you know. the curtain just don't, <laughs> don't make fun of how it looks like you know what he's talking okay. about yeah, the dongle, right? <laughs> the chewy, exactly. if you will. Exactly. <laughs> so I want to um, sing the song with you guys. Oh boy! Hold on a second. <laughs> there is. This was not properly explained, but there. Believe it or not, uh, Connor and I have done this long enough. There is a uh, uh, a tradition. <laughs> a tradition yes. of sorts. There is a. There is a, a, a proper ritual, if you will, of the way that we go about this, and it, it kind of feels like, and I'm not, I'm not saying this in a bad way, because I'm happy that you're here, and it's been a long time coming, but it kind of feels like you're stepping on our toes right now. Okay. So it's like an opener. Opening song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, so this is like the opening bit, and so like, typically how it would go is like, I'm going to introduce you, I'm going to be like, hey, we're the Doom Dudes, and... You know, we have some special guests here tonight, you know, blah, blah, blah. But first, Connor and I have to band. We've got to banter and be like, hey, Connor, yeah, how have you been? We talk like for 10 minutes or 15 this or whatever. Is, and this then... has been good banter, but I really what I'm trying to think of, the word is ceremony. There is a ceremony. Oh, my God. So. Okay, so what's the it's song? Only, it's only proper. Let, I want to do it. We don't, we don't have a song right now, unfortunately. Oh. We did the last one. Anyways, well, yes. So, you know, without further ado, we we should introduce our guests. Um, Yes. And they actually, both of them actually have been on the podcast prior. Yes. And, you know, they've had cameos here and there. I'm I'm willing to bet that Tony has been on Dune Dudes more than she's aware. Yeah, probably. Yep, (laughs) probably so. Yep. I mean, I hear the fans love her, though. They do. Yeah. 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 They hate you. True. All three of them. I'm yeah. the Yoko. There's, yeah, you know, Alex is Yoko. Um, yeah, so this is a special episode of Dune Dudes. It is uh, Dune Dudes colon Girlfriends of Dune Dudes. Woohoo! Yeah. Both of our think, girlfriends. Um, I do think that there's, you know, we could take a moment just to clarify. Oh, that, I, I mean, see where the mistake lies. Yes. Huh? Alex, would you like to point it out? Um, I'm I'm a I'm a lowly girlfriend. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, just we. I mean, for sake of the 
the title. I think we should keep it like that. You know, it's not. We're not going to do girlfriend slash fiance of Dune dudes. Right. Yeah. You know. No, I mean I agree. It's not as snappy. It's not as snappy or zappy. You know. Gals of Caledon. That's a good one. Ooh. That's a good one. I'm surprised that you know that that word. <laughs> the Real Housewives of Caledon. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yes, that's Damn. it. That's it. That might. That, okay. That's a, I think that that's is, a. That is pretty good. I think we got. I think that, we got there in the end. That is good. This is how it goes. Yeah. So, um, clearly, uh, we, we are having a yes. Oh, are they on Caledon or aren't they somewhere else? Well, they start on Caledon. Um, it's the proper way. Of Arrakis. <laughs> well, they go to Arrakis. Yeah, it's the proper way. Of AKA Dune. Yeah, AKA Dune. Okay. Um, Got it. Thanks for mansplaining that to me. Well, you asked a question, and then I gave you the answer, and I'm a man. So it's, it's not mansplaining when that happens. No, he, no. he simply mansered it. Thank you. <laughs> he mansered the question. That's really, that's really good. Did you think of that? Yeah, just now. That's hilarious, actually. Thank you. I'm using that for the rest of my life. Absolutely go for it. Um, wow. You have my blessing. So that's do you want to introduce us, like our names? So... We're not just housewives. My my <laughs> my girlfriend, no, my uh, my 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 concubine, Alexandra Gray. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, famous famous um, Instagram influencer and social media personality. It's true. It's yeah. all true. It's all true. As well as artiste. Mm. You should look and- her up teacher and so many so and, many and our teach okay <laughs> um yeah look her up a gray girl art right on instagram yeah look, look her up she's pretty good pretty, pretty good. good oh my god you too and of course uh i am uh just filled with joy to be able to announce that um my my fiance. <laughs> yep. Antonio Moy uh, is here. Oh, using the full name. Using the full name. <laughs> it just feels like it's part of the ceremony. Um, yeah. I I like to think that for as much of like how, how Dune Dudes is about us talking about Dune, like it's it's sort of also become like the journey of of us going through covid and like rediscovering reading and all and and not only that but in the background there is a a ongoing thread a, a, a journey from girlfriendum to fiance dumb uh for tony you know that that has been uh you know bubbling and growing yeah she she has a great story arc quite a while great character so arc. To, to have her here now is uh it really feels like a full full circle moment. oh gee don't i feel special yeah before so. we get into things i, I want to just let's gonna go on a quick pause okay i'm gonna try something all right yeah so anyways uh yeah i mean we we're having uh we finally get to have this big discussion i know that um that uh the the real housewives of galadan have been waiting for this for a long time <laughs> It's been a long time coming. I, it, I mean, Connor, I don't want to just speak for you, you know, for you, but like it, in in my experience, I 
have had to like keep Tony at bay from talking about Dune for mm-hmm. months. Yeah, I mean, it was bad when when we were reading the books and and you know talking about everything weekly. You know, Alex would come into the studio and be like, "Can I listen while you guys record? Can I can I listen?" I was like, "Yeah, I guess if you want." You know, and then um, you know after we finished, she'd always be like, "What does that mean? Like, you know, like <laughs> what, what what were you talking about?" You know, during the podcast, I was I, I had to you know slowly explain things to her. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> then <laughs> I wish I wish everyone we, could see my face. After we saw the movie, it was like it, 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 nonstop, just like right. talking about doing. It's like okay, I do this. Like this is my my day job, so I don't want to. I don't really want to talk about this when I'm off the clock. You know, that's pretty yeah, much how right. I felt. I feel like the highlight was when we were on vacation. And we were trying to play a game where you listed things from A to Z, and they made us do Dune. Yeah, yeah, we did. That do was that. really fun for us. That was really fun. Although we didn't yeah. really know anything, <laughs> I we kind of made it up. I remember we thought you both did really well. Yeah, yeah, surprisingly well, surprisingly well. I think that so. you were just able to relate every any word we said back to Dune. That's also true. Still can. So I feel like it was a lot of effort on your part. Pretty, I just had pretty to effortless. say any English vocabulary word, and you were able to, you know, pull it all back to your favorite books. When it works, it works. I I feel like all of life now is like six degrees of Dune, and like literally almost any experience that I have throughout the day, I I can without too much too much trouble. I I can bring it back to Dune. Truly. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to give Tony major props because she actually read the book true and i've only seen the movie yes so, there's a little more yeah, knowledge you are, she has a lot more knowledge than i do on you this, are slacking on the topic. you are I slacking big time i think that's a good place to start because because really all we want to do is like kind of cover like your thoughts on dune your thoughts on dune dudes like you know we we just want to have like the, the whole the whole thing so tony yeah um, it's a great podcasting voice. Feels like we already got it down, you know. Um, what? Tell me about why you wanted to read Dune. Um, because you guys were making such a fuss about it, so I was like, "What's going on?" And it was coronavirus, so what else was I going to do? So we were quarantined during that time. True. But- and. Describe your experience of of reading it as best you remember. Like like how you felt going through the book, if you can, please. Chapter by chapter. <laughs> Do you have like a whole list of no, questions for me? Like, no, no, it's all mental. But I mean, what, it, what I guess what I mean is like it, the way that I remember it. When you started reading, you were into it, and then like. I, it sounded it sounded to me the the impression that I got is like the first one hundred fifty two hundred pages pretty into it feels like there's some cool game of thrones parallels in there right like mm-hmm. lady jessica's pretty badass and then it kind of went to shit and you slog through like 500 pages yeah. of not being very happy with it i mean it got kind of slow it was hard to read it sometimes but it wasn't just the content it was like a lot of things going on 
Um, what do you mean, like outside of the book? Yeah, or? outside of the book. Yeah, I mean we we all remember twenty twenty. Yeah. So. Yeesh. Am I right? <laughs> um, but it wasn't that bad. It wasn't my favorite, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. yeah, I'll take it. Um, but did you feel like know. the the book uh, faltered from you know the beginning to the end? It it uh didn't didn't really um tell the story in like uh, an exciting way the entire time. Um. Mm. No, I mean, I like the character perspective switches and all that. I like that. You know, I, honestly, I don't even remember what it was that was making me, like, slow down reading it. I feel, I mean, I kind of remember talking about it, because I, I think the biggest thing, and it was something that I shared, was, like, feeling like how they, pretty much how Frank Herbert uh, diminishes jessica or it feels like her character is is kind of undercut to prop up a lot of like the other yeah like yeah. paul in particular i think once paul like does that whole like ceremony thing after that it's kind of like when it kind of went south for me i don't know yeah the, the only thing that like you know you're I, I think we've talked about this a lot but um like you're definitely right, but it has to happen, you know. Uh, yeah, right. We don't have to. But that that was one of the cool things about reading Chapter House is it felt like that moment that to me still doesn't work in the first book ends up mattering in a way that yeah, uh, definitely. He he does it like really really well. So it's like everything just works in Doom. You it know, does. Yeah. I mean, he he uh, nailed the landing there at the end. Um, Alex. Yeah. Why didn't you read Dune? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a dumb bitch. <laughs> she said it, not me. Yeah. Um, I'm not a I'm not a big science fiction fan. Uh, but... Then 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 why did you watch ten seasons of Doctor Who? You held a gun to her head. Because <laughs> I'm stuck, I'm stuck with you. Ten seasons of Doctor Who, too. It, I'm just going to say that it feels like I read Dune, just because I've heard a lot about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. And you saw the movie, which covers the first half of the book. Right. Yeah. Um. So through the, the, the whole process of not reading Dune, <laughs> but of, of, you know, experiencing us read Dune and go through this and watching the movie um what what were your feelings about the series and have they changed at all in, in the year plus that we've been doing this my goodness that's a, that's a lofty question I know uh, I feel like I'm in high school writing an essay or something I, you'd be surprised how you know you know what? Sorry, I I don't want to I don't want to lose track because that was a good question. Um, Dune Dune gets uh, serious. I don't know. I think it was interesting to see the movie because it really like painted a picture of like 
the world that you described. Um, I also, even though I haven't read the whole thing, I'm always kind of looking at things through a lens of gender. And like similarly to what Tony was saying about the book, I was curious because it seems like it's a lot about like concubines and like I'm not always sure what how they Frank Herbert or like the world views women as a whole. Um, so I don't know. I guess my I'm still wondering about that, but in the movie I felt as though like Jessica and those other cool ladies <laughs> what are they called? Bene Gesserit. Yeah. I felt like they were really cool and it seemed like they were like the smarts behind everything in a way that I wasn't really expecting after hearing you guys talk about it. So I feel like she was definitely my favorite character and I liked seeing like, I don't know, that aspect of the book. Yeah. Because I feel like that would be something I could grasp. Yeah, yeah. Even though I don't completely love science fiction. Yeah, and, and I think something we talked about too is how it's, it is like science fiction but in a in a way where it doesn't seem realistic on the outset, but it's 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 really just kind of like evolutionary ga- gained skills, you know, after like thousands and thousands of years of human evolution and, you know, building these things. You know what I mean? No. Like with the voice and with <laughs> and and with um, you know, mentats and all that stuff. Like, it's not like magic powers or anything you know it's it's like (laughs) i i like watching this play out you know like with the (laughs) voice we're talking about that with the voice it's like you know like thousands of years of humans training themselves to right like speak at that pitch and stuff yeah yeah so it's like science fiction but not like this is just like nonsense like you know what i mean yeah, like it's imagining a future. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. a really concise way. Of... <laughs> okay. All right, thanks. What? What did you say, Who Tony? Who decides decide what's nonsense and what's not? Me. <laughs> yeah. I know that's a great question because a lot of Dune is nonsense. Well, but... what I'm saying is in, in the way it's portrayed to me, and this is something that isn't super apparent in the movie but it's kind of like um it's it's framed in a way where it's like not all just you know big explosions and laser guns and fighting that way it's like these are like humans that have have been you know training for centuries to hone these skills that seem like they're magic or like something, you know, things that aliens would be capable of. But in reality, it's just us. But but thousands and thousands of years in the future, you know, having honed these these new skills. And so that's something that I remember us talking about that I thought you, um, you know, could appreciate. But you don't remember. I do. I do <laughs> oh. now. You're just, just well, I guess I it's like is- humans Let me home- flounder there. Humans have... <laughs> Very linear. I think the thing is, is like Connor, you and I are gonna obviously feel very confident in thinking that because we've read six books of it that 
you know, gives a lot of information to like make that case. What I'm wondering is for Tony, who's read the book and seen the movie and for Alex, who's seen the movie and, you know, and Joe Dorowski's Dune. Right. And Joe Dorowski's Dune. (laughs) That's the one thing that you have over Tony. (laughs) Does that not, does that come across? It's not a race. (laughs) Does that come across in, in how you've seen Dune portrayed at all? Like, like the evolution of humans? I guess. Like, does does the versions of Dune that you've seen, like, does that idea feel like it, it translates to you? Or is it more like, oh, that's what Connor gets out of it and he's read all the books and that's just, like, how he sees it and is explaining it? You know what I mean? Mm. I guess, like, when you talk about it, that way like it's interesting to think how humans will evolve but it also feels super dismal because there's like the same inequities in society that there are now but like kind of intensified in dune yeah and so if the only thing that evolves is like ways to manipulate people yeah ways to manipulate people it's kind of like oh that's not really what i want like yeah what the future like that i imagine yeah yeah. Yeah. And, and I think like back to Connor's question, like the answer is like, it's definitely almost only because that's what I'm talking about. Like it's, it's not uh, explicitly stated in the movie, but I feel like Alex is somebody who, who like, if, if I said, Oh, this is what this, this is like. And, and she was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. I feel like she would, you know, say that, but, um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think it's definitely something that, that, you know, you wouldn't necessarily pick up on unless you were around like super nerds like us who talk about it all the time. <laughs> like no way. I think that's actually what I want to talk about next is, uh, what, what is it like to be around super nerds? who talk about Dune all the time. Not only that, what is it like to be in love with Superman? Who talk about <laughs> oh my God. Who said that? That's horrible. <laughs> That's what I'm I want. constantly like, wishing I could turn back time and just like never go down this road. Wow. I wish I had Paul's ability to see the paths that lie ahead. I never would have went this way. <laughs> <laughs> but what's so great about that analogy is that even when paul sees those paths i mean he can't avoid his ultimate fate so you i I think you would be damned to dune no matter what i thought we were gonna talk about the movie like we're not even talking about the movie yet we don't we don't talk about anything on dune you (laughs) literally i would be like oh yeah we're gonna go talk about dune for like an hour and a half and it would be like a three-hour podcast and tony would be like what the fuck do you guys talk about why did you talk about dune for three hours i'm like tony like uh oh, they froze. What there is to there talk about for three hours. Yeah. Let's talk about oh. the movie. Well, you didn't answer Connor's question. What's it like? What's it like? What's it like? It just it makes sense. It makes sense to be. Yeah, in... it's like Doctor Who. Oh yeah, for yeah, I guess Dune. it's not. It 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 shouldn't be a it's surprise. Just a, it's to just you, another right? fandom edition. Oh god. Okay. But, oh, so it's just a, just another notch on his belt. Exactly. But, you know, I'm glad that you two found another thing to just bring you closer together. 
even though it's oftentimes like a, a lot, <laughs> <laughs> a lot to listen to. And she listens to every episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, what I like the most is her theme song because I think they're very clever. Aww, uh, I. I wish we had a theme song now. We could do, I mean, what what we theme could, song we should we sing? We could come up with a theme song. What was the, thing, song we can what was the thing that you were singing that I, that I said that would be a good theme song? Oh, uh, fuck. I don't remember anymore. Damn. Sleigh Ride? No. Dun, 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 I feel Worm like you ride. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you could do like a Starman one. That would be good. That would, that would be a good parody. Space. Connor and I are talking about doing a like a Dune parody um, cover EP or something. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely gonna make a Dune EP. Um. Damned if you Dune, damned if you don't. Be a good title. Uh, that yeah. EP. Um. So, yeah, I mean, what 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 do you guys think is the the toughest thing uh, about having to deal with us do, uh, you know, a three hour podcast about doing every week? Tony, would you like to speak to that a little? Um, the toughest thing. I don't know. Figuring out what time we're going to eat dinner. <laughs> <laughs> we did talk about that all on the podcast, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So there's some continuity. continuity. Yeah. Continuity there. Yes. Yeah, no, that's true. Definitely, definitely sometimes where we pause it and talk or even in some of the episodes, there were some ones where like I I could hear you like bringing me a plate and like the pizza that we we could. I'm like, (laughs) I'll listen back to the episodes and I'm like, that's me eating the pizza that Tony gave me. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, we know it's like it, it's it's got to be like either at like four or like after seven. So yeah, you know, it's 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 it, you know, that's dinner time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dinner time could be a lot of things, but yeah, they call it tea it, time in the UK. Mm. Why? Which is what they do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dinner is tea. Those old Brits are weirdos. Yeah, it's topsy topsy turvy over there. Mm-hmm. Wibbly wobbly, tiny whiny. Oh God. <laughs> Maybe there was not a gun to your head this whole time, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> For watching Doctor Who. Um, My hardest part was um, being quiet for three hours and not oh. talking to Connor. Well, there's many times you did talk, and and I was. Well, see, I I'm not perfect. I, well, no, I was saying, though, the, like those moments in Dune Dudes were 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 good moments. It was good to to break up the monotony of us just you know, blathering on. So. Thanks. Agreed. Yeah. Keeps it keeps it real, you know. Like one thing we were always very adamant about is like this is not a. Um, you know, some some slick, corporatized, super professional, soulless, squeaky clean operation. This is, you know, grassroots podcasting. This is, this is, you know, the the ground floor. Yeah, I know that 
our production values and the way that we do things might fool you into thinking otherwise. But <laughs> well, the the here's the thing: we we do have a lot of money and a huge budget and a lot of promo behind us, but we record it in a way where we try we, we try to trick the listener into thinking that we don't. And uh, so far, it's worked. I like to think we've been successful in that. I think so regard. too. Yeah. So, what's the hardest part about dating people that don't always share the same affinity for oh, Dan? I can answer that immediately. Or maybe maybe it's a good thing. Let's let's listen to Connor's uh, answer. He <sighs> seems oh, well. It, come right no, away. no, I'm not going to make you feel bad. This none of this is to make you feel bad. And I, I also want to remind you. I want you to be as like candid as possible because if you do want to like tear into dune and how dumb you know do you think dune dudes is or or not right you know not putting words in anyone's mouth like this is the this is the like the tell-all this is speak now okay. or forever hold your peace right Oprah exactly um but what, what i will say like i think the thing we we're circling around a lot too is like connor and i have gone into dune in a way that it, it's not only that um like we think it's cool or whatever like I am thinking about Dune a, a insane amount of time. Just to, like it's sort of like a background hum at this point. Like there's like twenty, you know, always running Dune tabs in my brain that like I've never closed and I'm yeah. just like sitting there taking up brain bandwidth, you know. And like so, really, the the hard part is um, respecting that. Tony does not want to hear me talk about Dune. <laughs> you know, what like are you talking about every day is something Dune this, Dune that. See, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I the hardest part is how much I want to talk about Dune versus how little you want to listen to me talk about Dune. And like those those two things are going to be in like constant opposition, and that's okay. You know, that's part of uh, sometimes that's part of being in a relationship. Like I. Um, well, I get it. Exactly. It's why we have Dune dudes. It's true. But uh, I, I'd say that's that's the tough part. Yeah, no, that's... If, you, if you would listen to me, I would never shut up. He, he's. I mean, he's. He's. I mean, yeah. You know, he's being truthful there. That that is. That's. That's God's honest truth. Um. For me, I would say it's good. I like that she's not um, a Dune dude. Because um, one of the most fun things I can do is talk about Dune and, like, not, and, and you know, say things that she doesn't understand and, and stuff. <laughs> and then, you know, have her look at me like I'm insane. And uh, yeah. it's just, like, really funny to me to do that. And, um, yeah, it's it's just been fun. It's been, it's been it, you know been it's been like a running joke kind of to uh, I'll I'll just like say things and um and then yeah, I just like to hear what you have to say about me me talking about you know Lido turning into a sandworm and just things like that. It's funny because my friend just visited. And she saw the Doctor Who mugs, and she was like, oh, I'm surprised it's not more Dune stuff. Mm. So I feel like there's, like, probably not a ton. Is there, like, a lot of Dune merch? Is I mean, this a thing? 
There's some. Or are you just not on the train? Well, there's some, but but the th- the the thing about the Dune merch is that it's. I mean, w- with the arrival of the movie, it's become a big bigger thing, and it's going to become an even bigger thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, Doctor Who definitely had a much bigger mer- uh, merch push because it was more, you know, culturally relevant within the last two decades or whatever. But now Dune is way more culturally relevant. So you got to get in there with your sweatshirts. Yeah, you gotta we got to start selling your We, we got to hawk those, those uh, yeah. booties. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I guess we can we can talk about the movie. Um, if you guys didn't have any other thoughts about the the books and or, – or actually, wait, 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 wait. Before we get into the movie, like, how about we open the floor to questions? Do any of you have questions about Dune? Because we can answer them. <laughs> Anything that's been burning in your brain, you know, that you didn't want to ask, it's just keep on putting it off. If you have any questions, we'd be more than happy to answer them. It can be, a, you know, the the silliest question in the world. Tony was just about to ask a question, and you you kept going. Oh, I pulled a I pulled a you. You pulled a classic me. I know. Who does Duncan end up with in the end? Ooh, that's a good one. So that is a good question. It's a tricky. That's a tricky one, actually, because it depends on what Duncan you mean. Oh God! And what what end do you mean? <laughs> I mean, romantically, do they ride off into the sunset together? Yeah, kind they of. Do. They do. They yeah, kind of. They I mean, sort of really do. It, but the only thing is, is it's not explicitly romantic at the end. No, but I kind of do take it as. I, I do think that Duncan and um, Shiana kind of... Yeah. I, th- I think it's meant to be like... That's what I like that it's ambiguous because it's not Herbert being like, oh, yes, they do end up together. But if that's like the feeling that you're left with, like you're not wrong either. And I, I do kind of feel that way. I do think they... Yeah, kind of, no, I I think they... It's I, Shiana to answer your question. Shiana, yes. And who is this person? Shiana is a very um, far future um, ancestor of the Atreides. She is an Atreides, and she she has the ability to um, control sandworms Um, by dancing. By dancing, yeah, yeah. Damn, is really freaking cool. Yes, yeah, and 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 she is a Bene Gesserit. Who is? Well, how did she dance? <laughs> does um, she belly dance? Kind of. Do you want to do a an interpretation? Is it like a cha cha slide kind of thing? Or? I kind <laughs> of. <laughs> I don't think it would. I. I mean, they don't explain it very well. I don't know. No, um, no, it's not. I mean, it's it's not about how she dances. It's, it's not choreographed. But Wait, um, does she, does she teach him how to doggy? Uh. <laughs> Well, no one else ever learns how to do it, so. Yeah, not, not no. that. They're, they're trying, the Bene Gesserit are trying to, um, you know, enable that ability in other people. But so far, it's just been Shiana. Because it would be incredible to be able to control worms like that. But anyways, but Duncan, he's 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 got a few different romantic partners over the eons. He does, but I mean, we're talking about. Who he ends up with? Well, yeah, but we don't. It's just it's it's tough because he's had like relationship relationships 
and can one, you blame and them? one with Shiana is not like a relationship relationship. No, yeah, cannot blame them. Cannot blame them because I mean we all I mean Duncan Idaho. Well, I I, I mean his right. his his partner before Shiana was literally addicted to Duncan. to him. Yeah. yeah, to having sex with him. Literally particular. addicted. Damn. Sexually addicted. Yeah. Yes. In fact, they were sexually addicted to one another. Yes. They were both so impossibly good at having sex that it was, yeah, an actual addiction. Um, that seems Described healthy. that way several times. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Fifty Shades of Duncan. Yeah, pretty much. That would be a great book, actually. Yeah. I I would read that. Yeah, why doesn't uh, Brian Brian Herbert and Kevin J. Anderson write that one next? They could have really jumped down that train when Kevin, when that book Kevin J. Anderson, not Kevin oh, James. Yeah, I thought it was Kevin James who wrote who wrote the books <laughs> all this time. Yeah, Brian Herbert and Kevin James. Actually, I mean, that would be pretty sweet Who's too. Kevin Anderson. Yeah, I don't know. He's just some nerd. He's like a nerd. Paul, man. Paul Blart Dib. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my messiah. There we go. Um, that would be better, I think. Yeah. Kevin James would be a good Paul. Actually. Like he'd be a good um, older Paul. Yeah. Imagine him as a as as the preacher. <laughs> <laughs> Blind and stumbling yes. through the desert. <laughs> <laughs> oh She'd have like his mall cop scooter instead of the, yeah, the right. boy that was that was leading him. Yeah. Um. Alex, do you have any doing questions? Um, you don't don't worry. This is a safe space, okay? If you've been holding anything in for fear of repercussion, this is a safe space. You you <laughs> you you will uh, face no punishment. Um, I guess how do you do you feel like it relates to your life? Is that why you like it so much? What what's the, what's the draw? What's how do you like it so much? Yeah, I mean, um, I think it relates. Do you feel like you're Duncan. <laughs> We're yes, I'm Duncan. We're all Duncan. No, um, yeah. no, I think it it relates to a lot of um, parts of life. Frank Herbert writes in a way where, um, you know, he 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 really does a great job at um, tackling kind of the big questions in uh, you know kind of unique ways and really makes you think a lot about um you know different aspects of existence and society and you know just being a human being um and i think that's the big draw you know it really makes you think a lot and like a lot of really creative um ways makes you come to conclusions you you know have never reached before mm-hmm. um and so, yeah, it's it's really just like a kind of a platform for that and tells a, a really, you know, a great story along the way, I think. Right on. Well, Tony, what, what is it about about Dune that attracts you to it so much? Um, you know, I just really feeling like maybe I could be as special as Paul, you know? Mm. Maybe you are. I mean, to me, you are. You know. Nice save. Yeah, there we go. There we go. (laughs) 
But we all we all know what happens to Paul in the end. So yeah, you know, all I'm gonna that, say is, is that, this is, is a really spoiler from the movie. Um, no, because Paul. No. Oh no, not Paul. I'm sorry. The other guy. Yeah, Duncan. Guy. Duncan. Duncan. In the movie. Kaput. He's not alive. Mm, he's not. And you didn't know that. You even he... say. You even say he seemed like he was dead. He seemed like he was dead. He sure did. Um, so spoilers. And he actually is. Dead. He actually Sorry. is dead, though. He actually is dead. He's not dead. No. Well, he. Well, that Duncan is dead. And you had no idea before this that Duncan came back to life, right? Nope. Yeah, Connor never talked about Duncan ever again after the first book. Nope. <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, it's funny. I still remember the when I started reading Dune, um, me and Tony were more in the habit of like trying to read before we go to sleep as like a good habit. And it didn't really stick. It's whatever. But um it was it was literally like one of the first times I was reading Dune, and I remember me and Tony were just like reading next to each other, and I I get to the first time they say Duncan Idaho's name, and I go, Tony, there's a guy in this book named Duncan Idaho, and I don't even do you remember me saying yeah, that? Yeah, I do now. Yeah, like I just we just sat there and laughed. Yeah, like I just. It's it's particularly funny because like you know you read the first book, he doesn't fucking matter, no, and then obviously a lot of that changes. So it's like just very humble beginnings. Spoiler yeah, alert: still... he is the main character by the end. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. It's a great name, but it but it 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 is a very odd one in in uh, in between all the other names. Yeah, it works. A lot of odd choices in Doom, but that, that's that's part of what uh, makes it stand out, I think. Um, so I think we can get to the recent major motion picture adaptation of Dune. Yes, Dune. The movie. The movie. Part Originally one. slated for 2020. Recently re- released in the year of our Lord, 2021. Wow. Hallelujah. I know. 2021 BG. Before Guild. Before Guild. Yeah. You knew that one, right, Tony? Yeah. Yeah, see? She read the book, so she is, like, on top of this shit. Um, so, so, yeah, I, I, you know, Connor and I saw it at the premiere. And then mm-hmm. the day after... We watched it again um, in in Connor and uh, Tony's living room on HBO Max. Um, that was that was fun. I think that was that was the first only time you've seen the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then Alex. And yeah, because that's most people just see a movie <laughs> no. one time. Yeah, not six times. Um, and then Alex and I saw it with uh, with your dad mm-hmm. a couple weeks after that. Um. Only one time, just to clarify. Only one time. Gotcha. Thank you. I was going to ask. Yeah. Um, In fact, Connor, while you're going down the list, can you just can you just name for me all the people you went to go see Dune with in order? So you got the first two times. What was after that? Um, I saw. Yeah, I saw it with you, with you and Tony. I saw it with 
Sarah. Um, I saw it with Alex and her dad. And then I think I saw it two other times with just by myself. And with Josh. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. That that was too too so is that seven? too too is recent that seven for me to remember. No, I think it was six. So it's. I think I I, I think it was six. Hmm. I'm pretty sure. I feel like it's hard to keep track after. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Three times or something. But um, I've I've spoken a lot about how I feel about the movie. Um, so I would love to hear now. You know, a couple of months since you both have seen it. How you guys feel about it compared to, you know, Tony, your take on the book and then Alex, your take on just being around it for so long. In the ether. Yeah, it's, it, it being in the ether, um, you know, not not by your own free will. Tony, you want to, um, um, since you read the book, you want to go first? Sure. You but didn't read the book, so, you, right? you're, so you're not going first. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Makes sense. Tony did read the book. She after did all. read the book. Okay, enough. Enough. Yikes. <laughs> Yeesh. Am I right? Okay, sorry. Go on. Um, it was kind of boring. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> I don't know. I know the guy, Danny Villalalu, whatever his name is. Um, it's supposed to be like really like good i don't know it was just too like artsy and like it was too much artistic shots of scenery and not enough story for me and whenever i watch a movie that's like adapted from a book i get really hung up on the differences between the movie and the book and i just hate when things are left out and i hate when they change things or if they differ or stray from the plot of the book and it's just like a big issue for me for like a lot of things not just Dune like any other movie adaptation gotcha you're Mm. you're a purist yeah I want it to be like the book is a bible and you have to stick to it and yeah don't think about changing it <laughs> so did did you like the um the sci-fi miniseries better than that yeah i did because of that reason i did also because it was kind of like corny it was, yeah it was fun to watch yeah that's totally fair um and also i don't like timothy chalamet so whoa wow problem. i know controversial stuff here seriously I'm, that's a hot I'm take just gonna say it I'm just going to say I don't like him. Wow. And I don't like how they used Zendaya as just like this like beautiful like object to be like seen and like oh like well, she doesn't even fucking do anything. Why did they get her for this movie? And she's just going to stand there in the desert with music playing in the background for like half the movie. Like she had one line. What the fuck? I know next movie she's probably going to have more lines or whatever, but like I don't know. It just bothered me. Yeah, I think those are all, you know, pretty fair critiques. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think you're that, like those. Those are definitely uh, things that, you know, a lot of other people have have um, had issues with, too. Um, 
she was just there to get people to go watch the movie. Yeah, it's exactly. uh, star power plays a big a big role because the, you know they're and like she's a good actress. Like she could have done a lot more. I hope she does have a bigger role. She. I hope she doesn't just stand there next to Paul looking pretty the whole next movie. It's gonna really annoy me if she does. I feel like based on Denise's interviews and obviously Chani's role in the the book. I think she's going to have a lot to to do in the second movie. Um but obviously he'll I mean we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um So if he uh if he gets to make Messiah I think um it, it's tough cuz I think there's an argument to be made for like Johnny really does have a strong active role in that book too but like i if you were to just tell people how it goes it it feels like very very tropey in in, in the way that i think that she's handled I'm, so i'm just saying it, it's it's tough and especially like alex was talking about um like uh she likes to like um view art through like a, a, a gender lens right mm-hmm. um and dune is like pretty much built from the ground up to be viewed that way and i think sometimes it actually uh has like really interesting progressive gender politics mixed with like really backwards fucking 1960s uh white male uh regressive uh gender views and it's like this this whole mixed bag um that makes Dune like really interesting and frustrating at the same time. And so it's weird. All I mean, uh, sorry, I'll shut up. But like, I, I think it's really interesting to, to hear this as a critique because like, you're right. I, I agree with it, but it, it's funny because it's like, if you just adapt Dune f- for like exactly what, what it is on paper, depending on how you're coming to it, I think that like, through your interpretation, you have the opportunity to make something that is either like um, taking these things at face value and like repeating those harmful stereotypes or using what could be seen as like a harmful stereotype and then like subverting it or, or deconstructing it and being like, Oh, like we're going to use this trope, but say something different with it. And like, I think some of that kind of remains to be seen. I think that Denis is a really good filmmaker and I think that he's going to be able to say something that is interesting and worthwhile, but like Dune is such a hard, strange series to adapt in that regard. Yeah. Like, I think you can make it say different things depending on how you come to it. And Definitely. How you, interpret it, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I think um, Denis is my impression of him is that he's smarter than, than that. And I think he will avoid those pitfalls you can fall into. Um, whereas like, I, th- I think Frank Herbert tried to do that, but he, t- he just, he tells himself over and over again by, you know, thinking that he's being progressive and, and, um, you know, breaking down the, the gender, uh, um, kind of, you know, gender divide in, in, in classic storytelling, but 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 by by doing that he he kind of fumbles it and 
falls into the same old pattern sometimes. But um, yeah, so so I think it can go either way. But luckily, I think Denis has, I think he's got the right idea. Um, but I just was, I saw a post on Facebook that had the the last few lines of the book, which is like um, Jessica telling Chani, someday history will look back on us as wives. And like, I don't think the movie can end like that. I don't think that the movie should end like that. Um, just because it would, it just doesn't, it just, it feels like it would, it's the wrong note for the moment, I guess. Yeah, I don't think it will. The, the way that Denis opens it so differently in the first place, where he decides to start the story, I think shows he's not afraid to to change things around. Yeah. Which is interesting. I like the way that um, he changes things. I don't know. I think it's funny, though. I want to mention, too, about Tony was saying that she thinks the book should be the Bible. I'm 99% sure I have seen interviews where Denis refers to Dune as his Bible. I think he actually uses the words, this was the Bible when making the film. And I, I think there's a, a probably a much larger discussion to be had about, like, you know, adapting things and, and can you keep it one-to-one and all that. Um, but I, I do think, even though he does change things, he does have a very strong, like, respect for... Uh, for the source material. Yeah. No, I know it's impossible to keep it exactly perfect, but I don't know. I mean, in, I know, that's I always been your thing. in Jodorowsky's words, Alex, take it away. Alex, <laughs> go for it. I mean, I think Jodorowsky's Dune would have been better. Was, no, was... it was totally opposite Tony. <laughs> it was like it was like the 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 blood turned into semen that made Paul. It was like really oh, crazy yeah. shit. If Tony yeah. wants things to be like the book, then she would hate Jodorowsky's it Dune. Was... I told I told Tony I came back from watching Jodorowsky's Dune, and I'm like Tony, we gotta watch Jodorowsky's yeah. Dune. <laughs> we haven't yet, but you 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 you, really you yeah, it's it's an insane story. You would really like it. Uh, but anyways, what I was saying is that because Jodorowsky says you gotta rape the the book, you gotta rape the source material. Um, yeah, he does that. Why would is, I say that? <laughs> I don't I didn't <laughs> think you were actually gonna say it. But um, but so yeah, I, I don't think Denis went that far. But um, definitely not. But yeah, it's 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 definitely a um, uh, you know it. it treats the the book as as more of a is more of a, a guiding light than, than that's maybe a low a bar though what like from from sticking to the book to not oh yeah like yeah <laughs> yeah when when Jodorowsky totally threw it out yeah yeah absolutely um so Alex being around dune and, you know, absorbing it by osmosis. And we can even take into account, you know, watching Jodorowsky's Dune, where every five seconds we, we turn to you and we're like, that wasn't the book. That's not the book. <laughs> and, um, Made the book seem great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah. What did you think of the movie? What, what were your thoughts 
upon seeing it and and did it gel with what you expected from from dune i thought it was going to be like an action movie like star wars and it wasn't but you were happy right that it wasn't um yeah i was i don't really like like a lot of action it's not really my thing um i thought it's it was okay good. alex i don't really like star wars either yeah not anymore now that you read Dune, you don't like Star Wars anymore. Yeah, it's just uh, it's are you filling ne- the hole in his heart. Yeah. <laughs> and after it's that last movie. Yeah. That was the best one. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, no. Uh, go on. Oh, I don't know. I I liked it. I don't I don't know what else how to say it, about it. How, well, how did it um stack up to like your preconceived notions and? How you thought the characters were, how you thought the story was going going to go. I had no idea. Yeah, you didn't. I had zero idea. Nothing stuck. Went in one ear and out the other. <laughs> so. I mean, I'm happy for you. That's <laughs> that's that's surprising. Job well done. Yeah. Like Tony, I thought it was really like it was really pretty. It was visually mm-hmm. really stunning. Um, and do you like that artsy shit? Yes. Yeah. I want to go wherever they filmed um, <laughs> Caladan. Yeah, that that or is. Calid- however, I'm saying it. That's is my wrong. phone Caladon? background. Caladan. Phone background. Caladan. Yeah. Um, it's like in Greenland or something. Yeah. Uh, what else? I'm sorry, I don't really have anything profound to say about the movie. It's okay, it doesn't have to be profound. It's good. Oh. Can I ask you, Alex, having not read the book, were you able to, like, get into the characters and the story and, like, like were um, you invested in what happened to them? Um, I think so. I think there was a lot I didn't really understand until I asked Connor afterwards, so I'm not sure how much people would understand without having, like, with having like zero idea of what was going on um i think i really liked as i mentioned before jessica's character but i i mean timothy chalamet i was like eh he's yeah. all right it wasn't i wasn't really super invested in if he was the messiah or whatever um so i don't know i thought like the concepts with the sandworm were really cool like the dancing and like I thought that there were some really there were interesting ideas, but yeah, I guess besides Jessica, I wasn't super, um, I don't know, involved or cared about what happened to the characters. Sorry. No, because my thing was like watching the movie. Like I just felt like it was a movie for the fans, and it, like if you weren't already a fan, like you wouldn't really care about it that much. That was just like how I after watching it um yeah i don't know i think that's probably true yeah i mean i i i wouldn't know i wouldn't be the one to to tell you if that but was that, true or not that could be true for a lot of books to movie yeah adaptations like it's it's for the fan base already yeah i um i feel that i think the 
I think the the box office kind of speaks for itself. Like it it has brought in a lot of new fans and a lot of new interests, and I have seen a lot of people. I mean, kind of biased because it's all in online Dune spheres, but I I have seen a lot of people be like, "Oh, I didn't know anything about it, and I loved it, and blah blah blah." So like, I on the one hand, it it feels like I've seen a lot of anecdotes of people like jumping on and feeling like like they get it, but my perspective, having watched it, is I do feel more like Tony in that, um, especially because, like, we've we've read the book. It's like, well, oh, they cut out all the shit with UA, and, you know, like, I, I didn't know anything about Kinds, and, like, um, I, I it, it does kind of feel like, uh, I, I think a lot of gaps are, like, left to be filled in, and if you've read the book that feels like very satisfying in some ways because you're like, Oh, well, like half the work of being invested is, is already done. And maybe if you haven't read the book, it can be intriguing to not have all the answers, you know, to be like, Oh, well, what's going on with that? Like, yeah. Well, the, the thing about that is like, it doesn't really, they don't really matter. Those things don't matter to non-fans. They're just seeing what's on the screen in front of them. They, they don't know where the gaps are. You know, there's some things that that can be hinted at or like that, you know, you're like, oh, that's that's interesting or whatever. But um, I don't think those are barriers to to non-fans. Like I do. I think um, I think Denis like really went to great lengths to make the movie accessible and to be inviting to people who are not uh, fans. And I think he did a good job. I mean, I think I think entertaining Alex is like that's like. Uh, like you know a non-sci-fi fan who yeah. who like you know just isn't interested at all and, and she was at least not you know um like bored out of her mind the entire time i think that's a total win um and... yeah yeah well, well hold on because i agree uh, what i'm saying is you know alex just mentioned that the only character she felt like interested in or invested in really was jessica right and then there's the whole rest of the cast and I guess what I mean is, like, I, I do think that um, n- not a lot of, like, not enough reason or time is given to a general audience to be like, you know, this is why you should care about this character. Exactly. That's mm. what I so, like, as a book reader, it's like, I don't need the movie to tell me, like, oh, you should care about Duke Leto. I already care about Duke Leto. You know, because I read the book. So it's like, all right, so I'm just going to attach all of that to Oscar Isaac and we'll keep it moving. But if you haven't read the book and you're just coming into it, I, I think that that's part of where it falls short. And again, I liked the movie and I think Denis did a great job. I freaking love it. But what I would say to that is like if I hadn't read the book, I'd be for, for... I, I don't think there is enough reason to care in that regard. I don't know. I feel like I feel like. I mean, using Duke Leto as an example maybe isn't doing service to your point because I feel like he in, in the movie at least he's immediately likable and there's like three or four different scenes where where he like I feel like you you are kind of led on the path to caring about him before his demise um, and 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 I mean I don't think they do that with every character but um you know like like you said like i'm definitely biased but um but uh, 
there's a few characters who who yeah like we would have want wanted to go more in depth on but like there's small moments with like all of the lead cast like that that I feel like does do a decent job at like making you at least understand who they are um you know whether you care about them or not that's a different story but um but like it like it, it spends a lot of time on Caladan before leaving to Arrakis like there's that that's that beginning is really pulling a lot of character work um so I don't I, I don't know if I do agree with that but I I do I, I do get it word I, I have a question because both Tony and Alex landed on a similar point and I want to unpack it a little bit more why don't we like Timothy Chalamet what uh what's going on? I think here? he's too young for them. <laughs> I, well hold on. Let's not it could be part of it. Let's not answer for them. I wanna I wanna I just don't see the appeal. Well, hold on, because there that's two different things. It's I'm not asking what is his I, I think that there's like uh, some weird conflict between like Timothy Chalamet's stan culture and I, I don't like that. I okay, no, I agree. I don't like it either. <laughs> But like, but like, really, I'm I very like into he... it. I'm a Chalistan. <laughs> I think maybe that's like fucking up. Like, oh, yeah. do you think he did a good job portraying Paul Atreides in this movie? Like, that's also kind of what I'm wondering. He's just always an angsty teen. Like, he's typecast. Yeah, exactly. And I'm over it. And it's like, yeah, like, it's not like an interesting character. Yeah. To be typecast exactly. Okay. I mean, he he looks young enough to be an angsty teen, and he's good at doing a brooding eyebrow. But I'm, I don't know. You only have eyes for Edward. What? Oh, <laughs> I'm not saying that's good by any means, <laughs> but I do like Twilight. Yeah. It's I know. Okay. I know it's total shit. Oh no, I, I like it too. <laughs> Robert Pattinson for Fader out there. What's that? Robert Pattinson for Fade. Oh, for Fade Bowser? He would actually do a really good job. He's too old now. I, but I think you can make him look young enough where you wouldn't they really... They can make him look young in Twilight. They can't make him look young in this. He looked fine in Twilight. Yeah, but he's supposed to be 17 and he looks like he was 25, or at least. Yeah, but it's... That's okay. Now he's like 30-something. They'll make him look like he's 25. It'll be fine. Yeah, perfect. No. Boom. I I think you guys are right about about Timothy being a you know an angsty teen, but also I do think that's kind of what Paul is. So the real test will be next movie when mm. he moves past being an angsty teen. No, but we're ta- not talking about him being an angsty teen in the movie. We're talking about him being typecast yeah. in many movies. Sure, as an angsty. But teen. we're talking about Dune. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And his chin is just so aggressive to me. I've said this before. Yeah, the funniest... Maybe, maybe that's unfair. It's nowhere near Matt Smith's chin. Mm, <laughs> no, no. The thing is, the the one thing that Tony said that sticks with me, I didn't understand it at first, and then every time I've seen Timothy Chalamet since, I think about it every time. <laughs> she said, his chin is too sharp. Yeah. That's what she said. She said, I don't like Timothy Chalamet. His chin is too sharp. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And now I look at his chin and it looks like it was like laser cut. 
I think that's why some girls like him, though. His chin? I mean, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. We don't need desert power. We need chin power. Like all that, like, um, whatever you said before, stan culture. Yeah. Yep. I don't like saying it either, but it's the only word to describe it. Oh, yeah. From, um... Stan culture came after us. I know. I know. But but it is the correct term in this case. Maybe I'm too old for... To understanding Timothy's chuggy. No, chuggy for you. <laughs> but here's but here's the thing because it's like, I I think it's like, I I also think it's stupid or I don't know stupid is kind of mean but obviously like I'm well well beyond trying to care about or consider like the cult personnel per- personality surrounding Timothy Chalamet, but. What I was surprised about is I think he was a great choice for Paul Trades. Like I wouldn't, if for some reason I had the ability to keep everything the same in this movie, but recast him, I wouldn't change it. I think he's a really good Paul. Um, so I think it's really funny that both you and Alex just don't don't fucking like Timothy Chalamet at all. It's just very well, funny. To me. Yeah, maybe that's why I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I think Paul. I mean, it's a big. It's easy to dislike anyways as a character. Um but I'm I've always been a sucker, you know, for the angsty teen trope because I, I I've always been an angsty teen ever since I like, you know, was was a preteen. Um yeah. so just, you know, ever since 2004. Yeah, just does it for me. Uh But yeah, we'll 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 see if he can be moi dib in the next film. Yeah. Did you see where um, Denis and Timothy were, like, yes. testing each other? And yeah. Denis was like, it's Muad'Dib time. Well, apparently during the entire filming of part one, Timothy was, like, to Denis, he's like, can I just, like, show, like, a little bit of Muad'Dib in this scene or whatever? And, and then Denis's like, no, we, we we have to wait until the second movie. We have to wait until, you know, you become Muad'Dib. And uh, then when they got green lit for part two, Denis texted Timothy and, and, and he said, it's Muad'Dib time. Is that yeah. real? Yeah, that's that's oh my God. that's that's, that's, that's so a real annoying. interview with Denny. That's really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's cute. Yeah. No. They Very seem cute. to have a good relationship, yeah. Yeah. My favorite it's, is the picture of him with David. The... Oh yeah, that 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 was uh surfaced afterwards. That's when they were talking about Larry David's role in Dune Part Two. Hmm. Really? I, wish. I hope so. I hope it's possible. Awesome. <laughs> I know. They should just do the whole thing with Larry David as Paul. It'd be great. I would love to see that edit. Curb your <laughs> Dune enthusiasm. Yeah. Dune your enthusiasm? Dune. Uh, hmm. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, it's okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did time. Another thing is, like, I think that part of the cast, like, the draw of the cast, like, having all these big names is what helped people get into it, too. Mm-hmm. You know, cause people love Timothy and Oscar Isaac and Zendaya. Zendaya. Jason Momoa. Yeah. they Everyone loves him. Yep. So, of course, they're all going to go and see that. Yeah. I think I think that had a lot to do with it too. Like there was kind of like a built-in like guarantee of success. 
with all these actors and big names. I mean, there's plenty of movies with big names that have bombed terribly, but but that that was definitely something that you know attracted people initially to the the movie for sure, in a big way. Um, yeah, and that might help people like get into it more because they're like, oh, I'm invested because I care about what happens to Oscar Isaac. Like, definitely, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's totally true. I think so too. Yeah, and I mean, talking about the timothy stan culture i mean i think a a huge number of people migrated over from from that realm yeah he has an army of children at his disposal (laughs) (laughs) he does he could send them on a jihad whenever he wants yeah oh my god it's uh pretty funny 14 year old girls are gonna come after us now yeah Oh god, yeah, don't don't stick them on the dune dudes, please. No. Um any other um thoughts about the movie that you wanted to cover before we wrap things up? Or the book or the you know, dune dudes in general? Anything you want to get off your chest? I mean, now's the time to speak now or forever hold your spice. Yes, there we go. That was good. Sounds like no. I, I, you know what I wanted to do? Oh, shit. Sorry. Go ahead, Alex. What, what, what oh, were you really? saying? No? Oh, I was saying I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Nothing that interesting. What I, what I did want to do is, Connor made me think of it, but he, he was mentioning, like, you know, he, you'd be talking about Dune, right? And you just, like, say some, some weird shit that happened in Dune and just to, like, see the reactions or whatever. And I, it kind of got me thinking, like, I think there's some things that I just never really even wanted to talk about, but I think it would be funny to, to bring up now. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to... There's only one thing that's coming to my head. I don't know if I'm going to think of anything beyond this. There's only one thing that's coming into my brain right now, but it, it feels like I just want to lay it out there. Um, I, don't, I don't even know how to segue into this, because it's not a question... Okay, so um, there's like the Bene Gesserit, right? And and we know that like they manipulate people um, either like through sex or like they're trying to create the Kwisatz Haderach through like a, a breeding program, which obviously necessitates people to like have sex with each other, to have babies, so on and so forth, right? That was a good segue. Okay, right. Okay, okay, okay. So there's also... Um, there's there's also like these techniques that like Herbert expands on later when he gets like progressively hornier. Like he just keeps getting older and hornier the more he writes. Like, yes. Yeah. Why are you just like this? He can't, he can't, stop. He can't stop. See, this is what happens to old men. Part. Yeah. It, it We're warning you all. now. Yeah, it happens. It happens to all men. I think. You yeah. just get You just get older and hornier. Yes. It, it's and sadder uh, too. Yes, much yeah, sadder. It's this, sadder. It's the triple threat: older, hornier, sadder. And I, you know, it's. I, th- I think Herbert has really like paved the way for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that like really, <laughs> one of the things that really stuck with me is that um, he envisions that like one of the things that like. Uh, the the honored maters can do um 
that leads to like sex addiction is is called vaginal pulsing. You told me about. That. I did tell you about yeah. that. Oh my god, I don't even remember. And he's like, when are you gonna learn how to do? So, anyways, that's it. Actually, I don't have. But I just wanted to. to you just say wanted some to say that. Shit. It's what? kind of. It's kind of like an yeah, advanced sorry. form of Kegels. I was like wondering where this was going. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's I where it was going. I what do you think about that, funny. Alex? About Kegels. The vaginal pulsing. <laughs> as a yeah, sex you technique. Didn't come up with that. It's fucking called Kegels. <laughs> but this is future Kegels. In space. Yeah, this is you take. Is that is that how you learned about Kegels this year? Yeah. <laughs> um. Like one God, thing that I God. think is is crazy that I, I did talk to you about, Alex, is um. I don't want to know. No. Imagine, <laughs> imagine we do get Dune Messiah, which is the, the third movie in the in the Dune trilogy Denis wants to make. And then the, the, the movie ends with, with Timothy Chalamet blinded walking off to die in the desert after Zendaya dies during childbirth. <laughs> like that's such an insane wait, wait, wait. thing yeah. to envision. Like those two big name stars ending their, you know, franchise on. How lame to die in childbirth. Uh, yeah. Like, well, that's, that's exactly what I was saying about, uh, how Chani kind of gets rid. You gotta blame. You gotta. You, you gotta blame Erland. Not Chani's yeah. fault. I know, but uh, seriously, if if he gets to showcase that, I think that that very same army of fourteen year olds we were talking about is gonna lose their shit for real. Yeah, absolutely. Wait, what is it? She couldn't have a baby or something. Um, she she was on like a really yeah. So she couldn't conceive because somebody else was preventing her from conceiving. It's it's complicated, but um. Somebody else was like poisoning her to so she wouldn't conceive. Jeez. So the only way that she could conceive was by like taking a, a like a crazy amount of do a, a crazy dose of spice in her diet. Like she was on a very high spice diet and that, that helped her conceive. And then, but that actually kind of like made the babies like too powerful. <laughs> and, and yeah, she they they kind of killed her during childbirth, just the birthing process. Um, oh boy. Yeah. Is that why you brought us on? You want to talk about vaginal pulsing and childbirth? Well, it's, yeah, yeah. It's taught us a lot about women. This, oh, these, boy. These, these books have taught us a lot about women. Huh. Don't have a pointy chin. No pointy chin. Vaginal <laughs> pulsing. Um, beef swelling. Beef. Oh, yeah. Beef swelling what? is a good one. Beef swellington. I want to know what that is. Well. Good one, Alex. When Thank Lito's... You. Lito's uh, before well, he turns Lito into two, a worm. Lito two, Paul's son, but yeah, before he turns turns into a a worm, I think that's maybe the only erection he he will ever have. Yeah, that's right. It's his only erection. Yes, is, is yeah, he, only, he Frank, only has one erection, and then he <laughs> then he turns into a worm. Frank Herbert yeah, refers to, to it worm, as yeah. a beef swelling. Yeah. Okay, better watch out. Yeah. What? He writes it. Yeah, he says he says his, his beef swell. His beef. His no beef swelling. Yeah. Why would or, you or say I think that? I think he writes it. I think he writes it as like an uh, an adult beef swell. Yes, yeah, it's something like, it's like that. You no, know, it's, it's 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 like an adult beef swelling in his loins or something like that. Yeah, it's just yeah. the worst. It's bad. Did you tell Alex about how they strapped the dick 
dildo onto the world. Oh my god! I yeah, I told. What? Oh about yeah, because Leto doesn't have a dick in God Emperor. And... Yeah, Leto too doesn't have. He's he's warm, so his his penis has atrophied, you know, and like yeah, it's fallen off or whatever. And so, but he does have partners. Like he does get he does marry uh, throughout his three thousand year life. Like he's he's married a few times. Who wants to marry a worm? When he's the god emperor, well, you know, that's, don't really that's have a choice. what the story is about. Yeah, yeah, that actually is what the story is about. But yeah, so so yeah, they they've 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 put a, a fake dick on him before, I guess, for the yeah, for his 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 brides. Or doesn't he think like? Um... I forget, it's, like, Duncan or Mineo. He's thinking, like, oh, yeah, like, next time they come into the room, I should be wearing, like, a fake... Yes! Yes. Dick. He thinks He's about like, it just to fuck with him. Funny? Oh, 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 no. It's because Duncan, like, Duncan always asks him, I think. Oh, yeah. Every time he revives Duncan, Duncan always about asks dicks. about his dick. <laughs> I swear, 100 pages of God Emperor throughout the course of the, the fucking four or 500 pages, oh it's just talking about dicks. Why? Yeah. I, like this. I have a See, question. this is what I wanted. This is what I wanted to talk about. This is what I wanted to hear. I have a question. One time I said Dune is like porn for men, and you were like, no, 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 no. It's very different. <laughs> but no. what, what I'm hearing, I would it say sim- similar like but different. It's but it it's, is. It's not. It's it tough is. though because it's. I don't know. It's not a One lot. Time, not a lot of it's very attractive. <laughs> One time I said Dune was Vampire Diaries for men, and Connor got so upset. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> more accurate. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't think it's that far off, honestly. I think Dune is like pornosophical. Yeah, that's that's a good term. Did you just uh, make that yourself? I I did, yeah. Wow. So we both pornosophical got on the bookends there. Yeah, you know? yeah that that could be that could be a big one. Um, you killed it with mansoring. I think that's hilarious. Thank you. Um, I think I think pornosophical could end up in the dictionary. So we we so. each we each had we each the had dictionary. one. You know, in the dictionary. There we us. go. Oh um, yeah. So before we do wrap up, uh, we're we're over an hour here, almost an hour and a half, I think. Um, this is your last chance. Anything you want to cover? Anything you want to discuss? No, you I'm already asked. Is... Oh, go ahead, Tony. No, I was gonna say I'm glad this is the last episode of Dune Dudes. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No. Yeah. Why else would you have us on? It's it's We're the grand because finale, it's really bitch. <laughs> it's really close. Yeah. It's really close to the last episode of Dune Dude. So it's like we. That's why I was talking about the other day. I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up Dune Dudes by the end of the year. So it's like, we we wanted to do this. You know. Yeah. You have like a week left. This exactly. was a bucket list uh, moment, and. Um, yeah, not to give everything away to the listeners, but we do. We've got a grand finale planned. <laughs> a lot of fun surprises. A lot of there's tons planned. Yeah, a lot I planned. heard you're gonna do it next oh weekend. God. We're so, something, something around then. We realized yeah. next weekend was Christmas, though. So <laughs> I realized that <laughs> yeah, next was, weekend was Christmas. After you talked to me, I was like, oh wait, that's Christmas. We, uh, we'll yeah. figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, yes. 
Well, thank you very much for uh, coming on to Dune Dudes. Um, you know, I speak for both of us when I, you know, will say that we love you. Uh, I think that much is is true. Um, Who us or or your listener? It's ambiguous. It's a, it, it, sh- it it should be up to everyone to come to a yeah. conclusion themselves. Uh, that's what Frank Herbert would want. Um, right. And you know, thank you for putting up with us. Uh, <laughs> sorry for everything. And um, yeah. <laughs> Where's our gifts? <laughs> they're they're in the green room. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're labeled with with your name. So. And and your twenty five dollar uh, stipend, so um, that about wraps it up. Anything from you, Connor? No, yeah, I just want to, uh, I guess, second that uh, this was a lot of fun. Um, I mean, I, uh, I I I don't know how. I truthfully, I don't know how excited or not or. You know, I, I don't I don't really know what your feelings were going into this podcast, you know, to be discussing Dune. Um, but it, it does mean a lot to me that um, you you both took the time to do it because this was yeah. a lot of fun. So I'm really glad that Alex and Tony, you both could be here and um, yeah, just talk about your your feelings on the series and you know, the stupid men that you have chosen to, uh, you know, oh, be with. Guys. So, um, we love you too. Yeah, a good time. Yeah. Thank you for entertaining us. And, uh, um, you know, may, uh, may, may your days be merry and bright. May your yeah, days yeah, be it's, merry and bright. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like I said at the beginning, like Dune Dudes is as much, uh, a record of our lives as as it is about Dune, and that record would not be complete without the two of you being here. So. Absolutely, absolutely. They they've been behind the curtain this entire time. Yep. Wizard Oz. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that the, the Wizard the Oz movie about the curtain. And um, so, as always, you gotta run down and say. Uh, you can email us at dunedudespod at gmail.com. Um, I did just finish up clearing up the emails, so I'll be ready for the the, the new batch coming in. And I'm uh, you know pretty responsive these days. Um, you can follow us at dunedudespod on Twitter, um, at TV on Twitter and Instagram. And until next time. Tony, uh, say goodbye to Dude Nation. Goodbye. You want to say goodbye, too? Bye. There we go. There we go.